page Kuf Gimel. We're learning that the Torah's way of overcoming, of breaking the hold, of being machnia, that koya that causes us to become the victims of the goof, of our goof when it comes to our emotions, that we're not able to control feelings of, of hatred, chalila, of jealousy. The Torah's is for that is called Levad, the Koyach of Levad. The Koyach of Levad, the Avoidah of, of being alone, of being with oneself, of being able to disengage from one's surroundings. This is found in all this form. The different words that are used for the same avoda, the koyach of levad, of how Adam was created before, before there were others who could pull him into their orbit. Adam Arishan was levad, and we're talking about the particular challenge of living in such a way, being able to retreat into that world of Levad, how difficult that is in our times. And Rav Schwartz is talking about very simple, very simple, specific mahalach of what it means, Levad. Again, the tachlis of this avoida is for a person to be able to separate himself emotionally to separate himself so that he's not schlepped around by others, by other opinions, by other people's actions and words. And remember that the goal, the ideal, is not, God forbid, to isolate oneself, to be unfriendly, to Khalila get lost in oneself. The tachlis is to be able to re-engage, to be in the world, but in the world that doesn't bring you down. In the world that doesn't control your feelings. That's the tachlis. But this is so hard. So on the bottom of page, Kuf Gimel. Nikach dugma pshuta mechai hayon A simple example from our everyday lives. Adam yoyshev uboidek es chashboinus abang shaloi. A person is sitting and going over the chashboinus that he has from the bank, his papers from the bank, his statements, whatever. Daf, achre, daf, one page after the other. Berikuz b'tshumaslei. He's trying to concentrate. It's a serious thing. He's concentrating. And he's paying attention to all of the numbers. It's his achrayis. To take care of the family. Liodo, right next to him, as always. Mutsav Machshe Telephone. Right next to him is his cell phone. You were hoping that Rav Schwartz was done with the subject of cell phones. He's not done. Liodo Mutsav Machshe Telephone. Doesn't he have to. Machshe Telephone Shlozamin. He have two phones. 
He has the regular phone and he has the cell phone. In the Emsa Bidika Sahajbainis, Yitzalsala telephone Vuhuyana, if in the middle of checking the Khajbainis, the telephone rings and he answers it. Call a Khajbin Ya Avid Laishm. What's it? Sit down and relax. Come on, folks. Sorry. I'm using my own microphone tonight. <clears throat> then he'll lose track of the entire cheshbon. He's trying to go over page after page. We've been in the situation when you have a cheshbon and it follows a seder, and then somebody, a child, in this case the telephone, interrupts the cheshbon, and then everything is thrown off, and you have to start from Aleph. He loses the entire cheshbon. He has to begin from, from the beginning. Now this is no great tragedy. So it's another five minutes, let's say, to get back to where he started. It's not a big deal. Schwartz is telling us, how do we begin? How do we begin to work on entering into that tchum of our existence that's the sweetest, most unbelievable place that's called Levat? How do you begin? So he's using a very simple exercise of how to begin. And each and every one of us, myself included, we're all going to try to work on this. Lemaiser. He says, To begin to work a little bit on being in the world of Levat, and we're going to see much more later on how we use that once we have a little bit of a taste of Levad, how we use that in dealing with our emotions. He has to decide. And he's sitting there and the phone rings. And he's in the middle of his papers. So he has to make a decision. Right now, what am I doing right now? I am busy with the chesbainus, with the accounts. Lo afsik b'shum oifin ad I'm not stopping. Again, we're not talking about an emergency or to something, God forbid, serious. Stop. The regular things coming in, especially nowadays, when many of the phones have caller ID to begin with. So the person has to decide. Now this might sound bizarre to us. I am not, I am not interrupting the chesbainus. This is what I'm doing now. I sat down to go over my papers. I'm going to do this. And I'm not picking up the phone. I'm not stopping this until I finish. Somebody is going to call me now. So he'll wait a few minutes. Try again. I'll call him back. He'll wait. It's nice to call him back. You shouldn't make the guy call you. Nowadays we could see. And that fellow, if he wants, will try you again. Oh, lovely. 
we have to get into this habit that even when I'm by myself, it's not just a question of interrupting a conversation that I have with somebody else, which is unbelievably rude, unbelievably rude, that if you or I would not be used to seeing it with our own eyes and having done it so many times to other people, if it would be something that would have happened 20, 30 years ago, and we would watch that in front of our eyes, that you're sitting and having a conversation with somebody, and the phone rings, and the person takes the other call while he's talking to you. Or now you have call waiting, which is a vicious. A call waiting where a, person, where a person has you waiting, you call and then you interrupt, and the other one's on the phone. Aside, everybody's saying, what do you mean it's a vicious? What about it's from the hospital? I'm not talking about if all these inventions are good for that. Baruch Hashem, there's only one emergency in 30 years. So it's for that. We're not talking about that. But there's a call waiting. But then there's another thing you have nowadays. I just had this have Shabbos. I was calling to do a taiva for somebody. It was one of my assignments that I had for the day. And I was calling to do a taiva. The lady picks up the phone. She says, this is so and so. Hold on a minute, please. And I couldn't even say, uh, uh, good Arab Shabbos. I want to say good Arab Shabbos, something. I couldn't get in. She just said, this is so and so. Hold on for a minute, please. I was on her thing. It wasn't a minute, it was two, three, four minutes, whatever it was, and there was some niggin that I would never put onto a record player to listen to. <clears throat> and then she got on. All of these machines and these hamtsos, only because we're used to them, we we'd no longer see that they're horrible, rude, rude, horrible things to put a human being in such a way. To be talking to a person and to some, you have to wait. And then the other one, there's a line and you wait. And now I'm ready for you. And you're on, number, you're on line number one. I got somebody in line number two. Wait your turn. We're not even talking about that. Rav Schwartz is saying very simple. I'm by myself. The guy's just sitting with his papers. I'm not talking about interrupting a conversation with another human being. He's talking about the avoid of Levad. Interrupting a simple moment that you have by yourself, taking care of your papers, being able to stay focused on one thing, and to say, I'm not leaving this until I finish. Not taking any phone calls. <laughs> We have to begin with these simple things, even though it sounds silly. But we have to begin with these simple things. When I'm doing something by myself, when I'm by myself, taking care of something by myself, next page, I don't have to be on call. I don't have to be available for other people outside of myself every minute of my life. I don't have to be on call. There's such a thing as being completely and totally levad. We're not talking about something urgent, hopefully. Again, not talking about an emergency. And you could see that it's their friend and you know it's this and this, stam that. Whatever it might be. You don't have to have the phone to even read the caller ID either. What happened in the old days? What was it? I'm not talking about old days like from the 18th century. 
I'm talking about a couple of years ago. Over here on law, the second you pick up the phone, this guy in the story picks up the phone. Humaabid is a cheshman. He loses track of the papers. That he's in the middle of taking care of. Okay. It's true, he could say, What's so bad? Why should I keep Yankel? Why should Yankel ring the phone? When my children see that I do that, that, that I leave the phone, I'm not picking it up, they can't believe it. They say, Daddy, it's not nice. Daddy, it's not nice. They get crazy. They get start getting crazy. I said, what's the matter? We'll leave the phone. But you know who's got that? Unless it's, unless it's uh, your grandparents, I'm not interested. Not now. We're learning. We're talking. I'm involved with something. Not now. So a person could say, the guy with the cheshbonis could say, not so terrible. What's the difference? I'll start again. I'll start the cheshbon again after the phone call. But that's not the point. Of course, low no rise. It's not terrible to start the cheshbon again. That's not the ikkah here. The ikkah is your whole life. Your whole life is a world, is a life that's being lived without levad. It's not the right approach. You don't leave yourself a minute. Where, there's, where you're absolutely closed off from the world and you're by yourself. Even to be busy with something else. He's talking about Gashmi. Just to be busy with what you're doing, with, to eat your supper. To whatever it is, to read a letter. Nagish. He says, I want to emphasize. I'm not talking yet at all about anything spiritual. I'm not talking here about his boididus or his boininus and talking to the Rabbi Shalom and focusing, or focusing on your learning or on your davening. Talking simply to begin to get used to that which was taken for granted in the old days of being alone. Levad. Talking about the physical world. To get used to this. That when you're doing something where an interruption is going to be something which is bothering you. In other words, it's an interruption. It's a disruption of what you're doing. That you should be able to say, Rega. For this moment, wait a minute. zamin. Right now, I am not available. Eneni zamin. I'm not available. And if somebody needs me, then the person can wait. Then the person can wait. Shayamtin ma'at. Unless it's an emergency. And then he's on it. He Could wait a little bit. What is the deeper significance of this exercise? This is just an exercise in Gashmis. What's the deeper significance of this hergel? 
says, of course, the point here is not because you might miss out two minutes to have to go back to start your papers again. The cheshbon, that's not the ikka, that's not important. What's important is, you begin to get into this habit, to get used to this way of living. That when you're involved in something that requires, that requires your thought, your concentration and your attention. In other words, when you're involved in something that, need, that demands your presence, your presence as a person, even though it's something not so important like some cheshbainas, but it, it requires your presence, your children, a child, This is the exercise. For this moment that I'm working on something that requires my presence, there is nothing else. Period. There's nothing else. Nothing else exists. Simple language, this is called focusing. To be focused. To be focused on what you're doing. Many times over the years, I said over the teaching from the Majitsa, he brought from the name of Ezaidi, that when Moshe Rabbeinu went to Harasinai to get the Torah, it says, Come up to the mountain and be there. What does that mean? It just says, it would be enough to say, come up to the mountain. So some of you might remember there was a Maisek connected to this Torah. Because the Rebbe said it at a specific time because of something that happened. There was a Yid, there was a Yid that was a Chassid of the, of the Rebbe, the Majitzer, of his grandfather. And, and for a long time he wasn't able to be by the Rebbe. Anytime he wanted to go to the Rebbe for Shabbos, something came up. He made up his mind, no matter what, he's going to the Tzaddik to spend Shabbos. But then he realized that there's a problem because he had to be back Sunday morning. Because Sunday morning was a, some sort of a, a fair in town, some business thing, whatever. And he would have to be back Sunday morning. And in those days, when you went to a tzaddik, went to the rabbi, you wouldn't go back until after Sunday morning. After that, you would go and you would say goodbye to the tzaddik and get a brach. But he didn't know, so he didn't know what to do. Should I go? I can only stay for Shabbos. <clears throat> I can't stay for Sunday morning. But I haven't been there for a long time, so he made up his mind. I'm going. I'm going to have to go. I haven't been a long time. I'm not going to put it off anymore. I'm going to go to the tzad. He was all excited. And he went to the rabbi. And he was used to getting a, a fantastic reception. Whenever he would come to the tzad, over the years he would come in, the rabbi would smile and bring him next to him. It was a, and he was looking forward to that the whole way. When he got there, the rabbi mamish gave him the cold shoulder. He looked at him. He didn't say anything. And, the, and, the, and the, he was so hurt and disappointed. And he just stood there. And the rabbi didn't... And finally the man said, Rebbe, is there something wrong? And the Rebbe with his Ruach HaKadah said, A Jew who can't, be, who can't be with me the entire Shabbos, and he's worried about how he's going to go to, the, to buy some Shaira merchandise on Sunday morning, he doesn't need to come. I don't need him for Shabbos either. There's not to be here for Shabbos either. You can go home. So now the Yitzhak started to cry. Forget it. I'm, not going to, I'm staying, Rebbe. I'm not going to go back to it. I'm staying. I don't care what happens. I'm staying. Oh, you're by Zoe, then I want you to come to eat by me tonight. It's a Gewaldige thing. 
and there was a tish with not so many people, there were just some that were coming, they were invited. And that was Parashas Mishpatim, and the Rebbe said this time. And the Rebbe said, the Rebbe said by the, by the tish, this Torah, Alei Eli Ehor, the Baruch said to, to Moshe Rebbe, come up to the mountain, and be on the mountain. And why did the Baruch have to tell Moshe Rebbe to be here? Just come up to the mountain. What's Alei Ve'hayesham? So the Rebbe said, because sometimes there's a chassid that wants very much to come to the, to the Rebbe, but he's worried about, he has to leave earlier and he's not going to be able to be there. So the whole time he's thinking, he's, I have to go back and he's never really there. So that's what the Baruch says to Moshe Rebbeinu. I want you to come to the mountain, and when you're there, I want you to be there completely with me. The Hayei Shon. Be there with me every second that you're there, not to be thinking of something else. There are people who are married 10, 15, 20 years, and each one is calling out, maybe to the one is calling out to the other, usually not to set, not together, but one is calling out, Hayei Shon. I want you to be here in this relationship. It's not enough that you live here, but Hayei Shon. You talk to somebody, you meet somebody at a chasna. I've spoken about this many times when you're learning the Indian of Panam al Panam. You're at a chasna, you're talking to somebody. The whole, the whole metzias of a chasna with the noise and the people is bechlal not a normal way. It's not a normal way to, 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 to talk to, to be with people. But you're talking to somebody, while you're talking to somebody, you, you, he's looking at other people. You ever have such a thing? You're talking to somebody, and you're trying to tell him something, it's important, he asked you, and he asked you. How's your mom doing? Well, you know, last week. And then while you, and then also, you have an interesting thing. I mean, this happens to me, because I'm just, because I'm, it's busy. But I'm talking to somebody, and another person will go in and just come into his Indian. In a minute. Just come into his Indian. And two people are talking. That's been on the Chaveir. And he would never do that, he's a nice guy. He doesn't even think about it. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Because the relationships are so, the talking is so, is so empty and, and, and shallow. And the relationships are so short-lived. Nothing goes anymore. Panim el panim. Or levad. So mela, a person's talking. So someone will come over. What's the, why can't he come over and talk to you in the middle? Some, you're talking to someone, you come over and talk. Or you're talking to a person, you have someone standing there on the side like this. Standing 30 inches away. The person seems to be telling you something important. He's standing there and he's waiting. Now the person can't talk. You're uncomfortable. And the guy's standing there like this. Well, this is a double push it. To, 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 to give two people Dalar Amas. It was the most obvious thing to give two people want to talk. You give them their Dalar Amas. It's not Pasha anymore. But even worse than that, you yourself don't have Dalar Amas. The person himself doesn't have Dalar Amas. He doesn't have his own four Amas. So, so the Baruch told my Rabbeinu, you're going to come here with me. But I'm telling you, don't just be here and think about other things. I want you to be here with me and to be here with me and nobody else, nothing else. I can remember a few times over the years that I'd be talking to one of the children and I said, I want to talk to you. You have some time... I want to talk to you. And the, and the child would say, sure, Daddy. I'm sitting down and talking. And the, then I get the phone call. This was the phone call. And I said, to, I said to the kid, my child, I said, wait, wait, I'll be one second. I know what this is. I'll be one second. It happened two or three times, and then the child just went away. And I spent, then I went running to say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he said, oh, 
okay. Like it wasn't Kedai to sit around. Because you get on the phone and you leave the child sitting there and you get on the phone and somebody has their union and you'll say something like, I only have a minute now. But that no, doesn't mean to anybody when you say that. And you say, I only have a minute now. And if you would tell them because I left my child over here, then that does Especially if someone that doesn't have children. The Bechlal don't understand that. If someone has children, they could hear that already. Then I left my kid. You left your kid? You know who I am? You left your kid for a good reason. But these are things that used to be pushed. That you have your child. How much do we have in our lives? What do we have in our lives? Well, the Barsham gave us these gifts. And we can't sit like this a few minutes panim panim to be levad you and a child to be in that v'hayesham and that's all the child wants is a little bit of a v'hayesham from his mother from his father and the mother's sitting around the father with this phone and that phone this one's talking and going and coming and everything's busy and the child just ah, forget I'll leave you she sit there all day waiting, waiting for me and they leave they go it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. If the 120 was enough, give me this call, that call. <clears throat> but to hurt, to hurt the ones who love you most and depend on you, this happening to save. Yesh no adam hamazik shnei pelafon. Then you have the superhero. You have people. I've seen this. People who have two cell phones. You ever see such a thing? I saw. It. There are people that have not one. They have two. Two cell phones. Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. I know it's the one. Each one, he has one from the right, one from the left. Two, two cell phones. Not only that, and he could be on both of them. This one, he's on this one, he gets from the other one a call. And at the same time, listen to this. This is a, jug- a juggling act. This you have to have a special talent. He's got two cell phones. He's got this person. Hold it a second, Maishi. Uh, uh, Yankee, one second. Yeah, uh, Maishi, what? And Yankee, this. And at the same time, he's also watching the computer screen. He's looking at the screen. <clears throat> but there could be some other person there with the email, whatever it might be. Now, we used to think that only Reb Chaim Oyser, the Rogatra, they have minds like that. But no, nowadays, there are a lot of people that do that. That's from this week's parasha. That's from this week's parasha. Even a malach can't do two jobs at the same time. But now, cell phones, blackberries, computers. Apparently this person is higher than a malach. We're living now in a world where everything is royish, a tumult, the goyesh, a commotion, thundering, loud. Everything is royish, the goyesh. Everything is urgent and now and loud and that's how we're living. Pam ben Adam Hayagar bekvar It used to be that a person lived, most people, again there were cities then also, but people lived in a shtetl, in a village. He would leave in the morning on his donkey, go out to the field. And he'd be out there until the night. Kemat wouldn't meet another human being the entire day. 
An average, typical person in the, in the old days spent, spent much of the day by himself. Of course, there were merchants, there were different types, but many, many, many of our ancestors lived this way. The whole day like this. Chazal tell us how, you see that, that our, that the Ovis and Dovr HaMelech, you see they were Royate sign, that they were shepherds. And the Rambam writes about this in the Vulchim. A shepherd lives a very, very quiet and peaceful life. It doesn't mean it's easy. He has to take care. It's not so pushed. He has to work hard. But he has solitude. He has quiet. A person would go an entire day. It used to be that an, an average person would go an entire day without meeting anybody now. Without meeting anybody for the entire day. Hayoyim chayelu misnalim b'tzur hafuch our lives now are completely opposite. Turned completely upside down. <clears throat> the requirement to be available, to be ready at any moment, to be available to others, to be in communication with others. Neirois is horrible. It's absolutely shocking. Palm Lefneishloishim Shani used to be before, 30 years ago, it's not a long time ago. In Adam Haya Autodraft, now this, the bank, this is an Israeli Indian. You know, in HSL, it's very common that what the person is paying and writing checks, he doesn't have at all in his account. So there's something that's called Autodraft in the bank. They give you some credit. A bank, 30 years ago, in La Adam Haya Autodraft, 30 years ago they had that also in SSO. A bank, Now, in those days, if there was a problem in the bank, they couldn't contact you to tell you about it for a while. They'd have to send you a letter. <clears throat> we went on Aliyah, my family, we went on Aliyah, in Tavshin Lamed in 1970. We moved to HSO. And it took us, we're talking about this, is not, it's not so long ago. It took us two months, something like that, six weeks, two months to get a telephone. And the only reason we got it so quickly was because the, the um, Minister of Interior's brother was from my father's hometown. That's how it came about. So because of the brother, and he put a big rush on the telephone, and we got, we lived in Atanya, and we got the phone, something like two months. <clears throat> it's not a long time ago. So how did we live? You know how we lived? The best we ever lived. The same way some of you might remember when we had the blackout, a couple of days before Tubov a few years ago, you remember it was hot? And we had the blackout here in New York and around the city. It was a blackout and everything was off. It wasn't good because of people in hospitals, of course, and people are sick and they need attention. But Ben Odom Lechaveo, Ben Odom Laatzmai. It's a different life. It's a completely different world because it's not just, it's not just 
that your phone's not working, which is a chatzin sometimes. But it's that you don't have to even feel bad because nobody, you're not thinking that there's somebody that's upset with me because they're trying to get me. Nobody's upset with me. Not only that, you're sitting in the house and the people you're sitting with, because you couldn't go out, you remember the car, it was a sakon in the beginning. You're sitting with these people, and is it. We're, we're here. We're just here. We're not going. No one's going anywhere. No one's going to get the phone. No one's looking for this. No one's waiting to hear that. Come through the back. Not through this. <clears throat> and a person, we were able to sit mamish. We were able to sit mamish like that to, to be quiet and to be alone. This is not a long time ago. When we were first married, my wife and I lived in the summer in the bungalows. And there was one phone booth in the bungalow colony, in the middle of the place, where there was a loudspeaker on top. And they would call you, but only until 9.30, because then you're not allowed to use a loudspeaker anymore because the children were sleeping. And then someone would have to come running, you know, to get you. If anybody picked it up at all. You think more people died because of that? No. We sat in the bungalow. I still think back on those days, on the nights in the bungalow. It was a broken down mess, this bungalow. If you let go of your fly swatter for a second, you were in danger. You know what I'm saying? You had like, you had to hold on to it every minute. But it was, it was a chiz, unbelievable chiz, to live like that. <clears throat> it was a tiny, no one has a tiny, we're trying to get you, you know, the, you called for Shabbos, of course you called to have Shabbos, and you made the calls, my parents, my wife's parents, you called to take care of all of those things, and what, quiet. And if you had to call somebody, you went over there, you had to make the Shabbos, it wasn't like now, you don't have to even press buttons anymore, because you have the automatic dial. Because the phone company knows that we're so lazy that if you have to press in a couple of numbers, they might not get that, that 30 cents from you. So they made a thing called the auto dial, this way, they know that you get, this way you're going to press that thing because it's only one button. So you press the, well, like they tell you sometimes, you don't have to dial the number, they'll do it for you. You know when you call like information? They say, no, 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 you don't have to dial the number. It's just that you will dial for you automatically. That I never in my life used that thing. Even though now they say they do it for free. In principle, I wouldn't do that. That's a silly thing, but I would never, they're going to dial the number for me. Even, even that much, I can't do. They're going to dial the number for me. We used to have to use the rotary phone. Nowadays, nowadays, the, 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 oh my goodness, I can't believe I have to turn this thing like that. I have to go around, and sometimes you remember, you used to get in the middle, it didn't go, and then you had to do the whole thing oh, again. It's not a long time ago. The bank was not able to discuss the deal They couldn't tell you about your telephone. 30 years ago, many homes did not have telephones. They did not have a telephone. There were people that waited years to get a telephone hookup. Years. It's not far, it's not long ago. At least he had a couple of days quiet till the letter came from, once the, eventually the letter would come. 
But until the letter came from the from the bank, it was quiet. Hayom yad ha'adam zamin. Mazikim so you have to be ready. And they call you every minute, every hour they're calling you. And even if the phones are sometimes quiet at night, it's quiet at night. But you can't sleep. You can't sleep because of all the tumult that you live with during the day. And inside of you, there's a, there's a part of you that dreads getting back into that tumult. We have to admit, we have to realize that we have lost that life that is called a life of levad. Again, we're not talking about being lonely and not, not having a family, but being able to be levad in your own thoughts, in your own world. It's gone. And in the Madavim Kanaruchnius, I haven't yet started talking about Ruchmius, about anything spiritual. Alanoshim, Hamarimim, Pelophonim, Besolkide, Atfila, where all you and I have seen this, that people have their cell phones on during davening. It's very hard in some place to go a day where you don't hear something go off, uh, some uh, cell phone go off. So at least the person's about their heritage puts on a, a vibrate. I don't understand why people go around with all these nagunim. Someone explain to me because otherwise they won't know it's them. But I don't know, it's so embarrassing. Like you have this very like quiet, humble person and, and his thing goes over and starts going crazy. And like, it's such a busha. I don't understand like people, how they do that. I don't understand it. And to, why not to put it on, a, on something quiet? Or the, they have it like this in such a crazy noise. And you see that during davening, there are people that leave it on. Of people I've seen by by a simcha, by by there's a bar mitzvah, and and the, and the, someone's giving a talk at the Torah, the kid's giving a speech or something, and it rings and goes, hold on, hold on, I'm going, I'm and they start walking out in front of the whole in front of the whole tzibur. They start walking out and they're already talking on the way out or from shul. We've seen this in shul too. Marim telephone and besarkidei tefillah. He said, I'm not even talking about Ruchmias. That you have your cell phone and cell phone on it. You're so chashiv. What happened until they were cell phones? So nobody had a telephone in shul. What happened? You became so chashiv since then. She's saying you're a doctor. I'm not talking about that. Stop, a regular person. What does he do? That he has to have a telephone on in shul. That even... To be a little bit, it used to be, you could be under your talus and be with the Rabbani Shalom a little bit, a little bit levad. You and the Rabbani Shalom. Finished. So they, the phone goes off. In the middle of Davni, they whisper into the mouthpiece, no, no, no. I've had, I had this mamash the other day. I called somebody, he didn't say no. He called me, I called back. And I hear something, I hear it. He, he was in Davni. So he didn't talk, he just put the phone up like this, that he figured it's a, it's a, like maybe he saw my number or something, he figured it's a yid, and he puts by, uh, by Kaddish, because I'm saying Kaddish. And then I, I heard Kaddish, I said, I don't know, and I, and I turned, I turned off my phone, he puts the same Kaddish. So what are you lifting up your phone then? So he wants to show me that he has their hair to me, that he lifted up the phone, so I should know they lifted up the phone, and he says, and I have to hear somebody saying Kaddish on the telephone. 
Is he taking? What's he picking up his phone? What does he have it on? Bechlal. So Elimaschus that Mistam he didn't mean to have it on. He forgot. You know, anybody that ever, anybody that's ever spoken publicly, you know what that is. That even after, even after they've asked the people, please everybody turn off your cell phones. And you're talking, and then it, and then it, and it goes off the cell phones, kaseda. And then it's a booster for that person. So sometimes they try to make believe like they don't know, who, oh, whose is that? And they're looking around, and it's coming like straight from them. Ding, 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 ding. And, and everybody's looking at them, and they say, oh, I wonder who that is. And they're looking around. And then the Pella also, so that's why I call it a Pella phone. What happens afterwards? You'd think that when that happens, then everybody would say, ooh, I better turn mine off, right? Love Davka. You'd think that the other person won't have such a busha. That's Love Davka. The guy gets up before the chuppah, he says, the chasm and kala have kindly requested. They say this is already like Asher, you understand? He gets up there and he says, the chasm and kala have kindly requested that everybody turns off their cell phone for the duration of the ceremony. I mean, this is the biggest moment of their life, right? This is the biggest moment. They're standing under the chuppah. And the guy asked you, the chasna kala, the mechutanim, the rabbi Shalom himself, asked everybody, turn off your cell phone. Everybody, turn off your cell phone. So you hear a few people, oh, yeah, and they go, and then you hear going, it makes, also it makes something when you turn it off. And they turn it off. It doesn't, doesn't die without a fight. So, so, it go, so then the phone goes off, and it's the middle of the... And the Rav gets up there, and some, some Rebbe gets up there, he's saying, and ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. In the middle of it, the chasm and kala is the whole life, what's going to be with their life in the future, that bring the shamas into the world depends on that moment under the chuppah. It's the Yom Kippur, the Yom Kippur, the Yom Kippur of their lives. And a person couldn't hold the cup to turn off the machine. There's stairs, and then people start to giggle. And then start saying, no, and there, and there, and there. And the whole chuppah is versteht. And that's the only chuppah. They have their whole life, a Yom Kippur like that. And somebody sits there and has a go like that. And I forgot. No, then you have people saying, okay, hold on a second. It's the chuppah. Hold on. It's the chuppah. <clears throat> it's funny, but it's sad. It's very, very, very sad that, we, that we've lost... That you can't be in such a place of being levad, of being at a simcha, being with being with a person, being a balderich eretz. We've lost this, but we're not going to go down without a fight. That's we have to fight against this. It makes no difference what people think about you. It makes no difference at all. It makes no difference. I I I, I try calling you. How many times people? Say, I want to. Sometimes I feel like saying that. Well, how, do, how when does your doctor get back to you? I have people that call me. I see anything that says. When I get home, I see anything that says time six. They call me six, and it was like four minutes apart. And then, and then they, and then I'll, I'll get on the phone. I'll call back later, and they say, "No, I called you many times. I called back. It was three hours later, four hours later. Sometimes if I didn't call back, I forgot or I lost my cell phone. Whatever it is, I don't have computers. I have papers, and I lost. And the person is so berogus, and I hear that they told somebody you don't call back. No. So what? I mean, I try, and you try, and he tries this guy, and just didn't go. So what happened? So what happened? <clears throat> so if the worry, so I tried you, and you know, I, I called. When did you call me? I called you. Uh, I called you two hours ago. Two hours ago. What? I, I have to be two. I don't say it. I say I'm sorry, but I have to be two hours on call for you. 
You ever think maybe I have a family? If I would do that to you, you would you, you call back? What I mean, a person that we've lost our sense of decency. It was a double push it to people in the old days. You don't act that way. If you wanted to see somebody, you had to get on a horse and spend like a week to get there. You know, two hours. How come you didn't call me back? It says the time six. Like some sugar in it. In five minutes, call six times. And it wasn't an emergency, Khalilah. It became like a thing that, it's, that this is the way people act. He said, I'm not talking here about Sitkis. I'm talking how to be, uh, we're talking about physical things being in this world. We're talking about Adam Chaim Achme Yusuf, but with Yishev Hadas. But to have Yishev Hadas, to be able to have your own Das, your mind, your heart, to have your life. Adam Hamenavet as Chayyab Bitsur Mesudas, a person who conducts his life in a Mesudic way. I have this time that I learn. I have this time that I'm at work. I have this time I'm with my family. I have this time that I make calls. Period. It sounds crazy, right? I have a certain time where I die. I have a time when I work. I have a time when I'm with my family. And I have a time to return my calls. But there are going to be a lot of people upset with you. Because they, they don't have your schedule. What do you mean to do? I'm sorry. You find a different friend. So something else. Do something else. What am I going to do? We're talking about Yishev Adas to live a normal life. It's chayv that surah misuderes to have a life with seder. And when you daven, that's all you do is daven. And when you and when you learn, you don't have any machines. You learn. And when you go to work, you're a good worker. You do what you have to. You concentrate on work. You don't have every 13 minutes this friend calling you, your wife calling you, or your husband calling you, this one. You, when you go to work, that's Ganev, that's Gez, they'll know. That's, that's already, we're getting to Chayshu Mishra, we're not talking about Stam. You're working for somebody, you're getting paid. Start with the phone. They have this sometimes, that my wife had a girl come to work in the house. She's like, I'll go and talk, she's walking around. In one hand, in one hand she's holding the, her kalim, and the other hand, she's talking to she's talking to some other senorita on the phone while she's holding while she's holding the things. And you right? I'm not doing that. Whatever it is, ten dollars, eight dollars, it's a lot of money. Besides the money, that's not how a person does a malacha. You work, you do you work good. You do what you're supposed to do. You concentrate on what you're doing because you're getting paid, and you do it right. <clears throat> you don't do it with distractions. I was on the phone with somebody last week. <clears throat> he, he, he works in the company. And he starts to tell me over that he had an idea in the Rambam. I said to him, I want to hear this Rambam, but are you, you know, you, you're working in the place. Maybe you're... He says, nah, the guy's nice. It's okay, I have some time. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. in Could be that the boss doesn't care and there's some quiet time. I don't know. But otherwise, it could be a question in, in halacha. That could be. It's a question in halacha of Gezel. If the boss doesn't want you being on private calls and you're getting paid for your time in the office, that's Gezel. 
That's Poshet Proste Gizailo. But more than that, and deeper than that, is the Indian of a person not being able to have Yeshiva Das. This is a continuation of all that we were talking about the last year and a half or two, Menuchas HaNefesh. If you're doing something now, is it time to daven? It's time to learn? It's the time for work? It's the time to, it's the time that you're eating supper. Eat your supper. You don't have to rush and gulp it down and go crazy because this, you have to kill and one's calling. Quiet. You're going to do some homework with a child? Why does the child have to sit there for two hours? Because you get three, four or five calls in the middle and the kid's waiting there. She'd like to go do something else, to read a book or to play or something. And she has to sit with you for two hours because you're doing a homework with her or with him and you get, and you get interruptions and now the child's sitting there waiting to do homework. What about Ben Omer What's the Ben Omer with your child? You're going to help with the homework and put everything else away and sit down with the child and do the homework. Somebody's calling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't like me, if you don't like me because I didn't get to the phone, then you won't call me ever again. It's not better. And that's the end of it. We're finished. So what am I going to do? This is my child that wants to do the homework. I'm going to make, I'm going to make an eight-year-old wait here for an hour because of you? What for? So then you start to think it's not nice to bend on the chavir to that person. That's not true. That's crazy. What you're doing, if you're taking, your, if you're taking your, your son out to have a catch, you're playing ball with him, and you want to have a catch with him, that's what you're doing. No phone calls, no stopping in the middle, nothing. I came here to be with you, we're having a catch. Nothing. Nothing else. Just me and you. You could say 15 minutes to say that, because I'm busy. But 15 minutes, I belong entirely to you. I want to be with you. There's nobody else I want to be with right now, only you. And we're going to have fun. That's all. For this, you don't have to go to, uh, away on, on, uh, uh, to parenting classes. You don't have to leave your children for three days to go to a parenting weekend. Right? To figure out, to figure out what's the, what's the problem. Because if you don't have a life of Levad, then you don't have a life with your child either. And you don't have a marriage either. That's what's going on. You're not interested in anything else. You're not interested. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to take a look at the caller ID. No. I don't want to know. There's nothing. Just what I'm doing. Another example. Shas Lailo Mugdamas. It's the night, but it's not so late. Akeras Abayas Asuka Karegabashkovas Hayilodim. The Akeras Abayas, the mother is putting the children to sleep. She's telling one of the children a bedtime story. Again, it was never ever until recently that a mother could not finish a bedtime story. Think about it. Once upon a time, I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Don't leave bed. Don't leave bed. Stay right here. Mommy, can I breathe? You could breathe. Other than that, don't do anything. Just stay right here. I'll be back. 
And how many times? As you read, and you read, right, the more and more talking about this, talking about that, the system will call, the brother will call, the uncle, the aunt, and everything's talking, and then it comes back, and the child already fell asleep. Didn't happen to people. All she heard was once upon a time. From that interrupted story, there are a lot of not living happily ever afters. You understand? From that once upon a time that didn't go anywhere. Or that the mother had to say, I'm sorry, I have something else doing right now. Again, not talking, of course, about an emergency. Mother's telling a story to a child. Mitzal's still telephone. The phone rings. Being the guest is me. Adel Harim. She goes and picks up the phone. Even if she says, even if she says, Chaya, uh, <clears throat> I'll get back to you later. It's not right. It's not right to even go with the phone into the room if you're telling the child a bedtime story. A child lives for those two minutes. The whole chiyas of a child is for those two minutes. When it doesn't have to be with the other children, but this with just, I have mommy. What a malchus I have, just me and mommy. And she makes nice, and she with a blanket, and she tells a story, and the child could ask a question, and the mother could answer a little bit and give her a kiss, and guys shlushin. It was a dove of I remember this from when I was a child. There was never such a thing that my mother did something in the middle. Never. Never. Not, it happened, never, ever happened. Do you think this mother thinks that, God forbid, the telephone is more important than her children? God, that's absolutely not true. She does not think that. If you say, what are you, the phone call is more important than you, she would say, God forbid. We're not talking about a very unusual story. This happens all the time. We're not talking about this emergency call. She knows she's expecting a call. Somebody is not well. Or she's waiting for a phone call. Of course, that happens, but rarely. There's just a hergo by habit. She gets a phone call. I'll be right back. Stay here. I'll be right back. And the child's lying there. What happened to mom? So again, you could say, what's the big deal? I can't interrupt. I, I was, so what happened? Did I interrupt? So for three minutes I left the child. So what? I came back after three minutes. Allah lis ragel, the mother has to, we'll finish this. A mother has to get used to this. I am putting the children to sleep. There's nothing else in life that I'm going to do now. Just put the children to sleep. This job, this moment of putting a child to sleep is important enough. That I'm not going to interrupt. This itself, putting a child to bed is very important. I'm not interrupting this. And if she has such a big gate that every time the thing rings that she has to pick it up, pull out the phone from its thing when you put the kids to bed. If you can't hear a ring without thinking, without thinking, if I don't pick it up, then that person's not going to like me. I have such a complex. Or I might miss the big call. My agent's calling from Hollywood. They want me to be in the big movie. The big call's coming in. The big call. Then, if you have such a yetsar, then take the phone out. Then take it out from the thing. Or turn off your cell phone. Or put it someplace. Or if you have a big call, 
Very fast, just to finish this. It's very common in our lives. telephones from You pick up a phone that's ringing. The person will admit to you that what I'm doing now is more important than the call. So why did you interrupt what you're doing? Still, he can't get out of this strange habit of constantly being on with phones. So what is the person losing with this way of life? It's not, you're losing this, you're losing the the deepest, deepest, innermost that a Jew has in his life. The koyach of being able to be quiet with myself or with the person that I love. The biggest koyach in the world. She's not by herself. She's putting the children to sleep. Okay, so I have this little circle of me and my children. I don't have to widen that with other people. At least the levad is only with my child, which is, of course, my flesh and blood, which is already close to levad. As opposed to somebody calling me from wherever. We have to do whatever we can as much as possible to decrease, to lessen, to restrict our contact, our kesha, with, with that big, big circle of a kesha that's become part of our lives. Of course, not in business. When you're busy, you do what you have to. It's all about in private time. That each and every one of us should get into this way of life. That every single day there is a time, no matter what, levad, totally unattached, completely by yourself, completely. Abez Hashem will continue. Pasha told us we'll continue with the shabbos.